With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, so the Sweet 16 is set. I said uh, in hour one that if you had to sum up the NCAA tournament in a sentence, you would say that the Big Ten was wildly overrated and that the Pac-12 was wildly underrated. Uh, Michigan is the only team remaining from the Big Ten, and that means that eight other teams have already lost. Meanwhile, In the Pac-12, the only team to be eliminated is Colorado. Everybody else has won as we get ready for Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. The Sweet 16 rolls on on those days. So, I also told you in the first hour of the program that the NCAA tournament futility of the Big Ten, a lot of people are pointing to it this year and saying, boy, This is really kind of crazy given the expectations, but really, this is what tends to happen to the Big Ten quite frequently. The Big Ten, as a conference, has won one NCAA tournament championship since 1990. Over 30 years of data there, the Big Ten won in 2000 with Michigan State. That is the only championship that conference has won in the last 30 years, 30 plus years, since we're at 2021 now. Okay, so now that we have had games played on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, five straight days of NCAA tournament basketball, how are your brackets holding up? Probably not that well, but I will tell you the four teams that I still expect to make the NCAA tournament, and I will submit 
that three of my four teams that I picked to advance and make the uh, final four are still alive, which is kind of impressive, I think, in the grand scheme of things, because that's relatively rare right now. And so reassessing the overall bracket landscape, I believe that the Zags are going to come out of the West, Gonzaga. I believe that in the East, Florida State is going to uh, is going to emerge from a fairly fairly competitive bracket so far in that everything hasn't completely fallen apart. Uh, I think it'll be FSU against Alabama. I think is the the regional final that I am anticipating in the East. I think Alabama will find their way past UCLA, and I think FSU will get past Michigan. To be fair, I thought that uh, I thought that LSU would cover the five. They ended up winning by eight. My blood bank guarantee did not cash, and some people were not happy. I think you will enjoy this dub. Uh, I will read it to you. Thomas Woodard sent me five, four messages in a row. Well, there goes my parlay, thanks to the blood bank, LOL, effing joke. And then a couple minutes later, he said, seriously, dude, you suck. Then he, eight minutes later, he said, last time I listened to your show, then you're straight garbage, dude. Wrong your, by the way. Y-O-U-R, needs an apostrophe R-E there. Find a new career or stick to football, LOL. So I'd like to thank Thomas Woodard for sending me all four of those messages last night uh, on, uh, on Twitter. He has zero following and zero followers, and he appears to have joined Twitter just to, just to send me those four messages. So uh, I appreciate Thomas letting me know. Uh, Jeff Oliver also said, nobody ever says... Hey, thanks for the incredible job you did, right? We win three straight blood bank picks. Last night, LSU was in really good shape to cover. They end up fading late, and nobody ever actually says, hey, thanks for the really good job here. Um, that is, uh, is, is, is crazy. I mean, that is absolutely ridiculous. Someone gave you props, Dub? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess I'm more likable. I don't know. So uh, yeah, maybe so. I, I got a, a a nice message saying, "Hey, spot on with the Creighton pick." So I don't know because you faded the public in the Creighton pick. That's right. That's the only well, thing I knew about that game. I don't even read my mentions. I have open DMs, and every now and then, like I, I so people who DM me that I follow come straight into my DM, and then there's another. Uh, message request area where I can click over and I'll sometimes kind of scroll through and just see because I get deluged and all these different messages and I do uh, maybe I'm a little bit of a sadomasochist here but I'm more likely to click on the people who are telling me awful things than I am to click on like hey I love you you're amazing so uh, when especially when I see people misspell your and tell me I'm straight garbage I'm more likely to kind of smile and go uh, go read that uh, so, that the thanks to Thomas Woodard out there for uh, for dropping me a line. Uh, so I've got the Zags, I've got FSU, uh, both those two teams meeting. I think Gonzaga wins it, and then I've got Loyola coming out of the Midwest, uh, Loyola of Chicago, which uh, not a pick that I would have made, but maybe the most important, uh, sorry, the most impressive win that I've seen so far because we know Illinois is pretty good, 
And Loyola Chicago absolutely dominated them in pretty much every statistical category. And then I got Baylor coming out of the South. And so I still have my championship game of the Zags going up against Baylor. That is the uh, game that I am uh, anticipating uh, ending up in the uh, the title game. So we'll see exactly what transpires there. We'll see what Doug Gottlieb thinks about the NCAA tournament. He is scheduled to join us next. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. What's up, everyone? It's me, three-time NFL All-Pro Sean Marion. And I have a new sports podcast called the Lights Out Podcast with Sean Marion. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, the Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who've ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Marion on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! We are joined now by a man who knows the NCAA tournament fairly well. He is Doug Gottlieb at Gottlieb Show. You can listen to him on many of the same stations. In fact, we now have 600 of them, affiliate stations. Welcome in to Spokane, Washington. And he will be, I'm sure, breaking down the four days of the NCAA tournament on his program later in the day. Uh, Doug, I started off the show saying, to me, the NCAA tournament story in a sentence, Big Ten wildly overrated, Pac-12 wildly underrated. Fair or foul to distill the first four days within that context? Uh, It's impossible to dispute that based upon the outcomes of these games. I I think there's a bunch of things. Now, I joined you a week ago Monday, right? Yep, that's right. Lost us all some money on Wichita State, yeah. I did, but my overall, I said I thought the Pac-12 was going to be was massively underseeded. I think I said that on your show. Did I? I can't remember. Have to pull I, we'll give you credit. We'll give you I, credit I've been for saying it. it for a while. I thought I thought Oregon and SC, especially, were going to be wildly underseated because they are really talented and they got pros and they both were shut down at bizarre times and had mismatched lineups and whatever. And look, if you if you, <laughs> you have an NBA player. And you have a pretty good team around them in the landscape of college basketball where there's not a ton of NBA players, you're going to be better. And then they've gotten some good matchups as well. Um, I did lose him. I actually didn't lose you money on Wichita unless you, you took him on the money line because they did actually. Cover. I did but take him on did. the money line. Yeah. Okay. Fair, fair enough. I mean, like, look, if you go to Bat Rivers, some, most of my stuff I gave people SC last night over uh, Kansas. Yeah. Um, and, and that, I mean, just Kansas is not that good this year. So, look, let, let's start with the Big Ten. I do think a portion of it is, yes, the Big Ten is overrated, but, but why, right? So let me, I'll give you the football analogy because I know how huge you are in college football, right? To win in the Big 12 in college football, okay, you have to be able to defend the spread offense, right? Everybody runs in the Big 12, and you got to beat, you got to not just, you got to beat Oklahoma, you got to beat Texas, you got to beat Texas Tech. You know, they just, they, they just get out and sling it. Well, but to win against Alabama or to win against LSU, the reason Oklahoma hasn't been able to crack the code in the college football playoff is because those teams are constructed differently, and they're often they're just so much bigger and stronger, and they can they can run the ball and they can throw it. Yeah, they run yeah. the spread, but they also run the ball. At times. Styles make Same points, thing. right? Well, okay, it's not just styles. It's like look the big in the Big Ten. Go through the laundry list of. Big Ten teams that fell this weekend, right? You have Kofi Coburn, who's just a monster, you know, seven-footer, 285, and Luca Garza, who's just this big, scoring big guy. Well, no one in college basketball has big guys. Yeah. And if they do, they're like Evan Mobley. They're sticks and they're perimeter players, whatever. Yeah. So to win the Big Ten, you've got to be able to defend this big, physical, brooding conference. And to win in college basketball in the NCAA tournament, it's not guard play. It's not spacing. It's not shooting three-point shots. It's not speed and quickness. And they don't have it. They just don't. You know, there's no NBA guards in that league, uh, point guards in that league. There's some wings that are, that are really good. 
Um, so I think part of it is the building of the, the rosters. I think also a good part, portion of it is we take snapshots of November and December, and we're like, that's who these teams and conferences are, right? And there was a limited non-conference. Well, the Big Ten has, like, the highest recidivist rate. They got all these kids back. You know, so if you have all these guys back, for the most part, you're going to be ahead of the curve. You also have older players, whereas teams like Alabama, like, they're fitting together new rosters. You, you, look at, uh, you look at Oregon. Like, that's a new roster every year. You look at USC. You know, again, those are all – they got a bunch of transfers, and, and their best players are freshmen. And so they're a little bit slower to come along, but it doesn't really matter to what you do in March. And then if we're also reasonable – like, look, the first day, everybody's like, wow, the Big Ten stinks. Okay, like Michigan State had the ball at the end of regulation with a chance to win the game. Ohio State had the ball, a chance to win the game at a regulation. In, in overtime, Purdue, they have free throws to give them a lead. And the same thing in regulation to win the game. So I, I don't love the overarching Big Ten sucks, Pac-12 is awesome, based upon a game here or a game there. But it would take an absolute imbecile to not point out this was a crazy disappointing weekend for the Big Ten. And for the Pac-12, it's much maligned in college sports. You know, so much so that when their team sucked, they fired their commissioner. <laughs> for, for them to I mean, I said, I started off the show, Doug, saying that this is the best the Pac-12 has had. And that, let's be honest, most people, the Pac-12 is great at like swimming and diving and field hockey and like all these sports, right? Stanford, back before they started cutting sports, used to win the, the whatever the President's Cup trophy or whatever they call it every year because they're so good in so many different sports, right? But most people define whether or not you are good based on what? Two things, your football team and your men's basketball team. And look, sometimes baseball, women's basketball, there are other sports that get some attention, but by and large, whether or not the athletic department is successful is judged by two sports, men's football, obviously, and men's basketball, right? And this is the most success that the Pac-12 has had within that context since all the way back in Pete Carroll, Matt Leinart, Reggie Bush, and Lindell White days at USC. Yes, what's fascinating about it is this. Um, the best basketball programs in the Pac-12 over the last 20 years, all except for UCLA, are not in the tournament. <laughs> right? University of Washington has been produced great. pro after yeah. pro, and they've been good. And, and they were Arizona, obviously. Arizona, Arizona's out because the NCAA, and they were, they were just okay this year, right? Cal, which is, my brother was there for six years. They went to four tournaments. They got a ton of pros. That's a, that should be a great job. They stink. And Stanford used to be, used yep. to be, um, a, you know, they were in a Final Four. And with Mike Montgomery there, they were in the NCAA, they were the number one team in the country for, for a short period of time. And I think they've been to one tournament in the last 12 years. So, so part of it is, and this is what happens in football, right? When SC's down in football, it, the, the conference, it's like when Texas is down in the Big 12. It doesn't have the Texas and Oklahoma have to be up for the Big 12 to be taken seriously. SC has to be good. Well, in college basketball, Arizona and UCLA and then Cal and Stanford and Washington. So it's a little harder for us to go like, wait a second, hold on. Colorado? I mean, Utah, by the way, has been a great program. They, they fired their coach this year. Yeah. And so, and, and look, then there's a little bit of the, the Oregon State was, was a way better than people thought, but they weren't a great team, and they played great the, the, fir- the first two nights of the tournament. So there's a little bit of the randomness of the tournament in, in order, in, in order to, to, to help prove our point. But you're right. Like, this has been great for the Pac-12. 
And it's really going to be interesting to see what happens. I'll also point out that, and part of it is, again, I had a brother who was the longest, until this year, was the longest tenured assistant in the Pac-12, is that, that, that league has lost more players early to the NBA than any other league. The difference in it and, like, the SEC, the SEC, it was almost everybody out of Kentucky. Like, they had all the yeah. one and dones. Obviously, this year, it looks like uh, Sharif Cooper probably leaves Auburn. Maybe, you know, a couple of the kid at LSU. Tennessee's got two. Right, 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 right. So, but, but the, the difference is in the Pac-12, you know, they had, you go through every, almost every one of those schools, Washington would lose, they lost two from last year. That went to, you know, one was a first-round pick, one was a second-round pick. And, and at, you know, if SC has it, or UCLA, they lose guys to the pros all the time. So th- there's, a, there's a reason why they haven't won a championship, but I, this was without any question. In the last 20 years, this is the best weekend for Pac-12 basketball in the NCAA tournament. Okay, so we're now to the Sweet 16. Uh, yes. I know that it stinks for VCU. We talked about this. We didn't want to curse anybody. I don't want to curse anybody again. But do you feel, and, and I don't even know what the protocols are that are in place now, but we're down to 16 teams still in Indianapolis now. Uh, they didn't VCU didn't get to play Oregon got to advance without having to play that game but then played their mind out against uh, against Iowa just an absolute offensive onslaught uh, do you also still have yeah that was uh, do you still have a great deal of trepidation about COVID now or do you think the NCAA now that we're down to 16 and that these teams in theory have been inside the bubble of Indianapolis for a while. Are you cautiously optimistic that everybody's going to be able to finish now? I'm cautiously optimistic. I don't know if you saw they changed the wording from the bubble to the controlled environment, right? Yeah. yeah. About it. Um, and I'm actually supposed to record a pod here later today with, um, I'm not going to say one of, one of the members of VCU's traveling party who tested positive and, and it, we'll, we'll try and drop it tomorrow. Um, I you like look. I'm I've been cautiously optimistic. I'm like the opposite of most of these writer guys. That, you know, like this. Oh my god! <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, yes. Oh, Can you, let's let's go there for a moment face. first. Like wearing Can you imagine hey. going getting in this year of all years? There are relatively few people who get to watch the games in person. If you are a media member watching a game courtside. And your obsession during the course of the game is not all of the incredible athletes and, you know, the play calls and everything else that's going on on the court. But your obsession is how much mask discipline is the head coach showing, which let's I mean, how crazy is that? And let's also be honest here. Like, I hate stupid for show unnecessary moves. And in my opinion, when every player on the court is not wearing a mask requiring the head coach to wear a mask inside of whatever you want to say, a bubble or a controlled environment, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. And I don't blame them. Like, if you're trying to coach kids, it doesn't surprise me at all that you would be, I mean, pulling down your mask and yelling because how many times you're in LA and, or you travel a lot though, because of calling games. So you probably, how often, how, yeah. How often are you in a restaurant where you're trying to talk to a waiter or a waitress, they and they're trying to talk to you from behind a mask, and you're just like, "I'm sorry, can you like, can you just pull us down? Tell me what the special is." Like, I, you yeah. know, it's it's almost impossible no, to hear I mean, somebody like, how, in a mask. Many, how many times? How many times when you walked out with your mask, have you ordered something from Starbucks, and they're like, "What's your name again?" What's yeah. your name? It's, it's yes. you know, I mean, like, look, you want to talk about four show? You got you have these sideline reporters 
that aren't near anybody. Yes. <laughs> they have to make put their mask on. Yes. Like, what are we doing? It reminds me of, like, remember San Francisco before they kicked the 49ers out of being able to even play yeah. in Santa Clara yeah. County, I think it was. Not only, like, the people who were calling the game in the press box had yeah. plexiglass between them and yes. had to call the game wearing masks. I mean, yes. and they had to what are you doing? To even get into yeah. the building. I, I, I don't know. I mean, that's, but that was the, the Pat Forty thing over the weekend, whatever. Yeah, Am I, so for people I'm who cautious, don't know. I've been, I'm cautiously, I'm optimistic as a, as a human being. I'm cautiously optimistic we'll be able to pull it off. You know, they're, they're, they were done last night. The games don't start again until Saturday, so it gives yep. them a little bit of buffer. The protocols, as I know, is that the kids are in their hotel rooms or they're at practice or they have like <laughs> they got like a prison yard for them. You know, yeah, they can go it is like, crazy. Hey, you can go, go get some fresh air there, kids. You know, they can run around and, and, and do their thing. I mean, the truth is, like, as much as we act like this is some terrible thing, I, I played in this tournament three times. You don't go walking around anyway. You know, your coach usually tells you to go get off your feet. You bring your video games, and you you know you game it up, and now you get your cell phone. Kids aren't looking up from their cell phone anyway, right? So it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't really matter. Um, but, yes, I think – I mean, I think we're we're close. We're close. I If it's me, like, I don't understand why, like, if we get to the final, why don't they just do it in Hinkle and open that sucker up? Have, have you ever been there? I have not. I've heard it's amazing. It's really, really, and and they redid it. I don't know, seven or eight, years, six or seven years ago, and um, they did about as good a job of a redo where they kept everything, and you know they got it up to code, and they, I, it's it's a cathedral, is what it is, and yeah. because of the movie Hoosiers, it just it would it would be to me if I was running things, I don't think it's a hard call. Like the, the only reason they, they play them in domes is to make money from all the people there, right? I mean, right. It's just easy math. Well, you're not going to make that much money out the people there. So That's right. move it to Hinkle. You already have the camera set up. This ain't hard. You got two weeks. Move it. That's the only yeah. thing that I would change. Um, all right. Let's go to the Sweet 16 itself. When okay. you look at uh, – we, we talked about coming into this tournament. Um, obviously, Illinois is out, and they were one of the favorites. But the Zags were, Gonzaga, a substantial favorite they obviously have won two games with relative ease. Same thing could be said of Baylor. To you, now that you've watched all these different games take place, are Gonzaga and Baylor still the two best teams in the tournament in your mind? Okay, so i got to do this for you because we're on Spokane now, okay? Gone. Your turn. Gone. Gone. Yeah. Zig. Zig. I'm never going to get it right. I'm going to I'm going to say Gonzaga trying. for the rest if of my you life. Say Gonzaga, that's fine. But if you really want to do it, you go like Gonzaga. Like yeah, they've been, people have been telling me that I need to say Gonzaga, and then as soon yeah. as I say you, that, the other you half did, of people. You did it. You did yeah, it. I know. I've been, but you when when I say that, do you know what happens when I say that? Everybody else what? out there says I'm saying it wrong. So you really can't win because You're not most people. Just, yeah, I understand, but most people just say Gonzaga, like the Zags. It's not the Zags. It's the Zags. Gonzaga. And, okay, anyway, nobody's beating Gonzaga in the steel. Sorry. Maybe Loyola Chicago. That's the team that could. I like Baylor a lot. I think, I think they're really good. I just think Gonzaga's better, and Gonzaga's got a great draw. Like, Creighton likes to run up and down and shoot threes. They got no shot. I think you, you're gonna, are you going to run up and down with those guys? Yeah, they're better at, like, every position. And I like Marcus Zagorowski. He's a nice point guard. Um, they're just better. I, I, they have a great draw. They're really good. They're confident, you know. Barring any some some sort of health issue, like they're they're awesome. Plus, they got Drew Timmy's got that Fu Manchu, the Drew Manchu. 
I thought you'd dig that. That's really yeah. I can't grow that at 45, let alone <laughs> at 21. That's, it's pretty impressive to watch him do that. Um, I will tell you, though, that like, and this is like, it was like basketball porn to watch yes. what Loyola Chicago did to Illinois. Right. I mean, in terms of like connectivity and coaching and defense and what, what Loyola Chicago, man, they're really, really, really good. Like, so were they wildly underseeded? Is that fair to say? Like, everybody's pointing out that they beat Illinois, but it also feels like that shouldn't have been around a 32 game. I guess not. Like, look, here's the thing I've been in the 8 9 seed twice, and both games we played Duke one year, we were a 9 seed, and we played Auburn one year, we were an 8 seed. And we probably should have won both those games. Um, some little dude named Scott Pullman ran around and kicked our ass. And then we didn't box him. Remember Chris Porter from Auburn? Oh, yeah, I remember. Big Afro. We didn't, we didn't box him out of tie game late, and we, we lost. Um, yeah, I, I think they were underseeded. I do. But, it's re- again, it's really hard. Like, they're just, there wasn't really a non-conference schedule. They're not playing like talent. The Valley's not nearly as good as they used to be. And you know what? Like, if you're in Illinois, you got to beat that team. If you're really good, you should beat that team. And they got they got trounced and there wasn't yeah. really I was really surprised there weren't adjustments made, but they, they just got they just got beaten by a better team. It, it was like I don't know what the final score was like seventeen, but it felt like fifty. It just it was like, Oh my god, they're getting embarrassed. And I saw Illinois the week before and they were great, but it's more the style by which they played, the adjustments and the implementation of what a coach says and then doing it and, and doing it over and over again, it was really, really impressive. I do think they can give I think there's a chance they get to a Final Four. I do. Um, Baylor's really good. I think Gonzaga's the best. I've, I've been saying Gonzaga the field all year, and they got a good draw as well. I, I think they're going to win this thing and make me look like, like I'm smart for the first time ever. Uh, let's go to uh, Loyola again. Porter Moser, okay. if you were yep. Indiana, he's going to be coaching now his third game, maybe well his fourth game, fifth game, who knows. I like their chances if you look at that bracket and I think you do too, to potentially make a run based on how good they looked against uh, Illinois. If he keeps that run going, even if he loses, I mean, he's obviously had two really good tournament He doesn't have to keep the run runs. going. I, yeah. yeah. What are you waiting Should for? Should he be the Indiana? Should he be the Indiana hire? I see no reason why not. Do you think he takes that? Or here's the other question. I don't know. You, you, you want to know the sneaky, sneaky best job available? Yeah. Okay. You know who has the who who do you think has the top two budgets in college basketball? Um figures. Budget. Uh I I I know that my guess would be Kentucky and Louisville. Uh Kentucky and Duke, I believe, are the two biggest budgets. You know who the third biggest budget is? Um uh, Marquette. No. <laughs> That's insane. Marquette. Why is their budget so high high? They don't have football. Yeah. They got Jordan Brand money. Um, they play in the NBA arena. They make tons and tons they of money. They sell that place out? Uh, they pack it. Uh, they got a great – the McGuire Center is a great on-campus facility that has, like, an arena in it and a practice gym and everything they yep. want. Like, it's a sneaky, great job. And, and oh, yeah, by the way, like, look, the Big East, Nova's dominant in the Big East, but, but would you rather – would you rather take on Marquette, your private school guy – you're, you know, you've been in private schools. There's not the red tape of, of the public schools, right? Yeah. Would you rather do that? Or would you rather go to Indiana where they're chasing the ghosts of championships past? Right? And, oh, yeah, by the way, you got Ohio State, you got Michigan's rolling, you know, uh, Illinois is rolling now, nowadays as well. I mean, what, what do you want? Do you want to play those teams twice a year or do you want to be a Marquette? I, I, I think you take Indiana because 
Like, if you look, if you're a basketball guy, and he is, he grew up, and he played at Creighton, you know, you're like, man, I'm, I could be the NBA head coach at Indiana. You know, it, it's it's like in the, the, the five best are used to be Carolina and Duke and Kansas and Kentucky and UCLA. The one thing about Indiana that I really like is you're not following a legend, right? Like, yep. I don't want to be the next head coach in North Carolina. I got to follow Roy Williams. I don't want to be the next head coach of Duke. I got to follow. You don't have to follow. You know, I'm not want people to follow Coach Cal at Kentucky. Are you crazy? Like the guy wins like 80 percent of his games and and is in the Final Four every other year except for like this year, right? At Indiana, you're following a guy that everybody didn't like. <laughs> you know, I mean, just didn't like him. And you're following a guy after that that everybody didn't like. So I do think that Indiana's a great job. I would take it. I will tell you, though, that Marquette is like a sneaky stock horse in landing a Porter Mosier. I don't think he stays, but I also think, like, if you can make another Final Four, two Final Fours at the same school, like, do you have to leave? I don't know. Like, I, I, somebody offers you $3 million and you make a million, I, get you, yeah, I guess you do it. Uh, but I don't, I don't think you have to do it in this sport. Mark, Mark Few told me a long time ago, like, he got offered the Indiana job, and, and I think there was a long time where he was like, they only call you once, right? There was a yep. there was a plane waiting for him after practice, and like they only offer you the job once. And I turned it down, and he turned down UCLA. But now he's built it to where he can pick his schedule, he can beat up on his league, he can recruit the kids that he wants to recruit. Like you don't have to recruit kids. Yeah, that was my that was going to be my question. On top of that, could Loyola be a uh, a Gonzaga like yeah. team? I mean, if Porter Moser yeah. decides, hey, I want to stay here and just try to build something special in Chicago, could he do it? Yes, but just yes. Could he? Absolutely. Especially now, the way the valley's constructed, it's not nearly as good as it used to be. Because you need those, you know, you need those sixteen wins a year. You know, and then you can go out and get your head beat in every once in a while by playing the Big Ten schools, the SEC schools, and you know, and you don't have to, you don't have to cut corners, you don't have to bite the apple and recruit the kids that don't belong. As long as you recruit what's called in basketball, we say OKGs, right? Our kind of guys. Yeah. As long as you do that, you'll be fine. And yes, you can. And at some point you do go like, do I really want to move my kids? Do I really want it? You know, Chicago's an awesome city. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I know Porter. I know everybody in basketball is talking about where's he going to go. But I do know that, you know, Mark Few is also the example of you can go somewhere else so you can just stay where you are and win a ton of championships. And maybe they win a national championship. Maybe they don't. I will tell you that Mark Few, if he doesn't win a championship, he'll be super bummed for like a day. And then he'll be fly fishing the next day. And he's competitive as hell, and they'll get after it and try and get more players or whatever. But, you know, he, he's had like one issue, I think, ever at Gonzaga. Remember they had, what was the big, they had a center who got caught with shrooms. Oh, it was yeah, like the I most, remember that. Yeah, it, was like yeah. the most, it was like the most Palouse Eastern Washington story ever, where a kid got pulled, I forget what the kid's name was. He's a center. And he got pulled We're going to look it up. Can you come back to us uh, for five more minutes? Because I want to ask you a couple yeah, more questions. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So we'll bring back Doug, break down the Sweet 16. We'll also look up who got in trouble at uh, Mark Few's program, the only guy pretty much that has gotten in trouble. I think he's right about that. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Doug Gottlieb hanging out with us. You can hear him later on uh, many of these Fox Sports Radio stations, uh, including our 600th affiliate in Spokane, Washington. Welcome in to everyone up there celebrating the Zags rolling into the Sweet 16 yet again as they prepare for Saturdays uh, or Sundays, I guess it is, uh, the game that they'll be playing to try to advance and, uh, and, and make the run to the Final Four. What would you predict right now as your final four? Uh, is there anything major that you would say that might surprise people at this point? No, I mean Loyola Chicago would be the one that I think will be will be surprising to people, you know, and um, th- that would be the one where I look at their bracket and I'm like, I think they're going to go to a final four. I could be crazy. I mean, all they have to do is beat Oregon State and the winner of – who is it? I know it's Houston, and Houston is playing – who is Houston playing? Houston and Syracuse. Houston Houston and Syracuse. And the Syracuse thing is interesting. Like, do I think they'll be able to attack that zone? Yeah, I mean, it hasn't been as – 
it really in the regular season hasn't been that good. And you know, they're, I had like one of my all-time great tweets was was this weekend. I was really kind of patting myself on the back that Syracuse really hired Jim Beheim to land Buddy Beheim. <laughs> like that's yeah, that's solid. That's yeah. solid use of the Twitter machine. Um, I, I would think I think a little of Chicago is going to be the the outlier. You know, I I'm, I'm fascinated by this Michigan versus Florida State matchup. Yeah. Um, Leonard Hamilton is like this beloved dude. Anybody in the sport knows he's 72 years old. He looks like he's like 50. Yeah. Um, he's got no, he's got no, he's got no, uh, hobbies. That's what everybody says. No hobbies. Don't play golf. Don't play racquetball. He just likes ball and loves coaching kids. And he lets his assistants coach and they're really long and really athletic, but sometimes they struggle to score and they're going to go up against a Michigan team who, um, you know, they, they bounced back and played well in the round of uh, 32, but they're not nearly as good without their starting power forward. So it'll be interesting to see how Michigan – I mean, I, I think Florida State is the team most likely to come out of that bracket, but outside of that, it's Loyola Chicago, I think, is the surprise in terms of the Final Four. And then you got Baylor and, and Gonzaga. Do you buy into Alabama or Arkansas as legitimate Final Four threats? Alabama, absolutely. Arkansas, a little bit. And it's um, – I just think Alabama's – better and they man they shoot the three well and so is nate oates um, going to be a stud for you like what do you see as the trajectory now of nate oates's career so he's already so got fascinating out of it. right he was a high yeah. school coach that's right okay he was, he was a high school coach at romulus high school in detroit michigan and by the way I'll, I'll put out the pod here later i have a one of my first pods i wrote an article was he when he got the job at buffalo was kind of his wife had cancer too I'm like he's an unbelievable dude but like seven years ago, I think he was a high school coach. And then he got a job with Danny Hurley and then Bobby Hurley, or Bobby Hurley at, at Buffalo. And he brought a couple kids with him. And, you know, he got the job at Buffalo, and he's, he's great. Uh, what's his trajectory? I mean, look, it's not like Alabama couldn't afford to keep him. No, I mean, um, is he a guy who wants to, you think, coach college basketball for, you know, 15 years? Or, I mean, it's all happened so quickly for him to find himself yeah. on the, you know, sort of periphery of the Final Four compared to, as you just said, when he was coaching high school basketball just a few years ago. So what would you, are you saying to leave for another college job or for a pro job? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't just... know. I don't know him that well. So, I mean, I think a lot of people out there listening to us right now are like, they don't know anything about Nate Oates, but what he's done at Alabama is truly phenomenal, and I know he had a lot of success. Remember, we did at Buffalo. Too. Yeah, I mean Buffalo. They they boat raced Arizona. He's at Buffalo. I would I would guess he'll be the the hottest candidate. Like, look, it's not crazy for Indiana to reach out and get him because he gets dudes. He's got a little swag to him. He's from the Midwest. Like, that wouldn't be a bad hire at all. I would look. I, I, he, but Al, you're but, right. But Alabama, Alabama can pay jobs. whatever they need to keep somebody right. once Al- they start. Alabama winning. and Arkansas. Alabama and Arkansas have been have been sleeping giant. Arkansas has been a sleeping giant job for a long time. 25 years right? since they've been in the Sweet 16. I mean, that's pretty crazy. If you think, if you were a college basketball fan in the 90s, <laughs> to think that if I had said back in 1996, hey, Arkansas is not going to be in the Sweet 16 again for a quarter of a century, people would have said I was crazy, right? That would have been a, an outlandish prediction. Well, what, what happened there was they, they, started take, they started recruiting out of their area. And uh, you know, like I, I, Kareem Reed was a tremendous player, or whatever. But um, they start recruiting kind of out of their area. Whereas I played with a guy, Adrian Peterson, at Oklahoma State, who's from Arkansas. Keith Carter went to Ole Miss, was from Arkansas. They had all these guys that that were from Arkansas. They had this great AU program, and Arkansas didn't show them love, and they went elsewhere. And the program kind of fizzled. But they have an unbelievable fan base. They got Walmart money. They got great facilities, and 
there's there's you know this there's two jobs in that league maybe Vanderbilt but nobody Vanderbilt doesn't really care about sports as much as but they have, there's two jobs in that league where fans legitimately care about basketball right it's Kentucky and it's Arkansas they like legit care that's why I thought Missouri would be better in the SEC in basketball than they would be in football uh, Tennessee I gotta say Tennessee sells out I mean they're like top 10 in attendance every year 18 19,000 people show up at Tennessee uh, so okay. it, I mean do they, do they re- like like do they really care I, I guess maybe and, and I think Pearl that, that's the magic to Pearl what he was able to do and what he's been able to do at Auburn is amazing right yeah. amazing but I yeah I Tennessee Tennessee is a big look and this surprises a lot of people and Arkansas and Missouri are both new in the SEC uh, relatively speaking so I'm leaving them out and obviously South Carolina and A&M the three winningest programs in SEC basketball history. Do you know them off the top of your head? Yes. Name them. Tennessee. Kentucky. Kentucky's, Kentucky's one, no doubt. Two Tennessee, is Alabama. Two. two is Alabama. Yeah. Three is Tennessee. They, they now never, Alabama surprises I mean, a lot of people. I mean, they've always had dudes, man. They've always had players. I can't tell you how they got them, but they've always, they've always had, yeah. like, you know, I mean, the SEC grant and aid program in basketball for a long time. Was a little bit it was a it was a little bit better than the Grant Aid program in most leagues, but n- nonetheless, um, they care at Arkansas. Like that's a bit they they give a damn about basketball. They want to be really really good. And I mean, look, remember they hired Dana Altman. Remember they hired Dana Altman? Yeah, yeah. He was there for like a week, and he was like, "No thanks." No, it was a little bit. <laughs> it like, was a little bit like uh, one of the great hiring stories of all time. Do you remember Jim Herrick? When he yeah. at Rhode Island, at he accepted Georgia, oh. then decided to go back to Rhode Island, then decided to go back to Georgia. Yes, and well, then he I got mean, the and program. Then, and then the great program at Georgia was really good. Really, yeah, and then he really burned good. he burned the program down. Uh, Doug yeah. Golly, we will talk to you again uh, maybe after the weekend. When, we start when, rolling into this week sixteen. Hey, whenever you, yeah, I wake up early for you to talk to talk hoops and SEC hoops. Whenever you, I, you know, what I got to do next sometime on your show. I got to tell you about my visit to Alabama. When Dave as a, as a recruit, you know I visited there. No, I had no idea. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I got a great. I got a great. We'll bring that up. We'll bring that up next week. That'll be great. All right, All right we'll All do right. it. That is Doug Gottlieb. I am Clay Travis. Hour two is in the books. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.